What makes a woman decide to have sex with you? Men seem to think women have a checklist, but it's actually a little more complicated than that. Listen in as TNA walk you through the female decision process. You're listening to TNA Talk Sex. I'm T. And I'm A. All right, so before we get started on this fascinating topic, which we get a lot of questions about, yeah, T has a public service announcement for us. Boop, boop, boop. <laughs> Uh, okay. I do like to share a little more on our personal lives every now and then. And, um, actually there was a big event in our family, uh, that was, uh, basically a suicide. I think that this person in our family had some sort of psychotic break, to be honest. I don't, it seemed very out of the blue. Um, and it was a big event. We all went home for the funeral this weekend and I wanted to share it because I think, I've been amazed actually at the number of people in my life, um, friends who have people in their lives who have decided to take their life. And um, mm-hmm. and it just, of course, puts a lot of things into perspective. Uh, and you start questioning, immediately you're asking, why did this person do this? Um, and, and I realized, I don't think, you know, you'll never really know. And I think that you have to decide for yourself um, why they did it and for yourself what the meaning of it is. Uh, and that's your best way of coping. And I and I guess I also thought a lot about the power of making decisions for yourself in your life and really allowing yourself to feel empowered um, and that only you can empower yourself. Um, and I just wanted to share this little reading yeah, um, about doing that. Uh, so um, it says, your time here is limited as this identity, as this you. This particular body, mind, emotional, spiritual combination. So don't waste it by living someone else's life. Don't be trapped by dogma, which is living with the results of other people's thinking. Don't let the noise of other people's opinions drown out your own inner voice. And most important, have the courage to follow your heart and intuition. They somehow already know what you truly want to become. Everything else is secondary. And that's my PSA. That's beautiful. Thank you for sharing that though, honestly, because I feel like death, um, I mean, it's tragic, but I think it can really, yeah, it does. It put things in perspective and yeah, uh, you said it well, it shows you. Yeah. I think that while there was a lot of mourning and I like to call it healthy processing of the event, mm-hmm. uh, you know, allowing us to really grieve and, and let it out. But I think it's this reminder to celebrate our own lives and, and take advantage of that reminder and use it as a teacher if possible so yeah so yeah i mean when i know a you've dealt with that a little bit as well i have you know with your mother passing away i have not show yeah i know i didn't mean to (laughs) no no no, we're gonna get back on totally fine to talk about it but but uh but i just mean that you understand and let's talk about this (laughs) i know didn't see that coming with our title did (laughs) you what we're really thinking about (laughs) no but anyway it was important to me to share that i know i and thank you yeah and I do think if we're going to bridge it to our topic today, please, I'd love to see. <laughs> I think it goes to well, these um, sort of expectations or projections we have that you know in our intro you're talking about women sort of having a checklist yeah. about like oh this is why she's into me or not into me, yeah. and I think it's a lot more nuanced. And I think that um, we have to remember that everyone's always sort of dealing with their own 
personal lives in this very full way that, you know, it can seem <laughs> you look at them almost as a cutout. You're like, why aren't they with me? Or I desire them. And yeah. Yeah. And it does seem like happens for me as a woman to, you know, to men. Totally. Too. Like we're each our own little pods and universes. But uh, and and what what started this conversation that you and I were having earlier in this whole topic was that and I wonder if it is a male female thing. So I feel like I get this a lot from guys who are like, you know, well, why did you why did you hook up with him and not him? And like they're really fascinated, at least the ones I've talked to are really fascinated about wanting to know why I draw the line where I draw the line. Yeah. Why do you choose to sleep with some guys and not sleep with others? And it, like, like, there's just a genuine fascination about that or, process because I think yeah. it, for guys, it does seem, for the guys I've talked to anyway, it does seem like it's very black and white. Well, there's this, so you must want to sleep with him. Well, no. Or there's yeah. this, so you must not want to sleep with him. No. <laughs> so, right. And what happened was, uh, so I, you know, I was doing central massage for a while and I and I remained friends with a lot of um, my old clients. And so we would have this conversation. And they'd be like, because I, I took a couple of clients on as personal lovers. And they were like, of course, that's the category that all the clients, they want to be the personal lover. Right. Move <laughs> and they're out like, of- yeah, they want to know. Yes, <laughs> exactly. But they want to be that special one, you know, and it's like, and I get it, you know, but but so there's a lot of fascination specifically with that, like regarding that transition. But it's not, this is not just in a professional arena. It's also in personal, like, you know, getting out of the friend zone and getting into the lover and all of that. So right. why does it happen? Yeah. And for me, it like, it was just so funny how there was this like checklist for them of da 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 da. And I'm like, right. Well, I also had, so not in a central massage massage arena, but um, I also had, you know, yeah, male friends going, well, why are you choosing him? Or, or they'll meet another guy and they're like, wow, he's so different from the other one. I can't read how you're making these decisions. Yes. Like the, the types are so varying. And I, and I have to say they, they're varying because usually depending what's happening in my life, I'm in a different place and that draws me to certain people. Yeah. And I think we're not the kind of girls who are typically like, I mean, I think there's a stereotype, right? Of being motivated by looks or money Looks or money? Is that basically <laughs> <laughs> looks, money, cock size? I don't know. I mean, yeah. I mean, the problem is you you're not really you don't know really that. Know that you know, I've but, been at a party where someone put my hand down his pants. And was he like, "What do you think? Yay or nay? Like, let's yeah, go." No, well, I think he thought it was really? going to be a surefire yay. Like, <laughs> he was hey, like, baby, I don't have here. anything, but I got this. So. Yeah, like, like this is <laughs> why you should come home with me tonight. What the hell? What did you tonight. do with that? I actually panicked. I was in a much like, more... I went home with him. <laughs> <laughs> I was actually in a more nascent uh, place of my sexuality. I wasn't that developed yet. Um, okay. What's like, funny is I... Define nascent for the Yeah, I meant people. that I, I wasn't... I, what I know now yeah she was a newbie (laughs) yeah I hadn't interviewed lots of sex experts yet was he impressive um you don't really know not super like I've I've been with bigger he did have a nice penis no I know because what's interesting is you know he tried I should say he tried he started pulling my hand towards him and I was like what are you doing and uh and it made me really uncomfortable I thought it was highly (laughs) inappropriate I didn't know that this was a thing (laughs) that people do I guess some people don't freak out I tend to lean towards preferring like a more romantic etiquette like seduce me charm me and then I'll and then put my hand down your pants. Yeah, like once we're in privacy. Uh, I'm a That's little old-fashioned in that sense. 
Can I just say, I think it's really sweet when guys are very confident about their penis size, even if they're not that big. I, I, it's all in the attitude. Well, that's, I yeah, I mean, we're, yeah, to dovetail, I don't, <laughs> slightly. I don't, I haven't had an experience where I um, thought, oh, I don't want to have sex with this person because of their penis size. Me either. It, I'm usually yeah, drawn to them it. because there is a strong connection sure. or. And um, it is an o- the ocean and motion in the ocean yeah yeah and sharing (laughs) experience and being a a very full present lover yeah um i've been describing things as like lush like i want a lush experience that's not a bad description so okay so break so tea right let me let me interview you yeah so tea (laughs) (laughs) what uh no so so what is it for you like how do you have a right do you have a checklist right well if we're honest if you look at my history yes there have been men where i went home with them that night right like i meet them is that more a product of your mood and like right time right place and and but like Right. So what I'm saying is that it actually does become harder to say, oh, there's a checklist. And I also think that um, with every year that passes, every six months that pass, I mean, you're in a different place. Um, every day. Yeah. You know, I had a guy that is funny. We, we went on a few dates. I was actually quite forward uh, with him and and he was surprised. Like he, you know, he was like, oh, you want to come over? And, you know, and I was like, you know, yes. Yes, I'm coming over. And then even then he was like, if you're uncomfortable, you know, just let me know. And I was like, can you rip my shirt off already? <laughs> like, <laughs> like, why are we talking? It was really interesting. So I what, what gave him the green light? Like, yeah. Um, what gave him the green light? Uh, I think I was already really attracted to him. I mean, in a way, it felt very like a like a biochemistry match. I when we met, there were sparks and there was like a real banter. Mm-hmm. I think I was also coming out of a relationship and usually I feel like at that time you um almost want to connect faster with people um which was interesting I mean for better or worse I was almost more open because I had been in a relationship so I was used to sharing myself very easily with others or with another person so when I met him I was in a very open place and I was excited and you know we planned all these dates and then we went out and I have to say he planned this really cute picnic you know, we saw this amazing classical music performance. You know, so so it was a it was a romantic date. I right. felt his atten- I, I felt his attention. So he wooed you. I mean, it was yeah. It was I mean, I guess what I'm saying is there was already the seed. I felt attracted to him already. Um, so he he's not a great example of someone that I I have examples of people who I didn't really notice, mm-hmm. and then because they really gave me a lot of attention or had a very generous spirit, I was drawn to them in the end. But he's someone okay. that was more of like an immediate attraction. And then because I felt a, a bond of trust, I felt his interest in me was earnest. Yeah. Um, I was like, great, we should do this. See, for oh, me. Oh, but yeah, the point ahead. was, it's a long story. The point is <laughs> to jump forward. Then uh, he ended up choosing someone over me, like to date. Yeah. Um, like, like to date long. Right. Committing to this yeah. other person and said, oh, I can't see you anymore. And then and then it's come full circle and he called me after. Wanting you back. Yeah. And it, and it was a little bit of a buzzkill. And so I feel like there's. Really? Yeah. There's this element of now I don't want to. <laughs> well, like recently. Yeah but, yeah. but you're again. How long ago was that though? Months. It was a while ago. Probably. Yeah. A year. OK. So you're like you're a whole new person. After I'm a whole new person. Like every yourself day or week. I'm a whole new. I don't know. That's a good in thing. Seven but. years. But <laughs> <laughs> as well, artists, we're kind of. Like that. Yeah, that means with one year, I've I've one seventh shed the cells of who I once was physically. Yeah, in a very literal way. 
You know, but the biochemistry thing is interesting because for me, even if I'm biochemically, okay, so let's define this a little bit because I think, um, I think everybody gets this, right? I mean, the there's spark. physical, it's the spark, right? The so immediate. It's not, right. So even if someone, I, I've never been the kind of person who's, like if I see someone, a guy who's who's really physically attractive, I never, I don't think I've ever, maybe once in my life, been like, oh my God, I want to have sex with you right now. Like I just don't operate that way, I yeah, guess. Yeah, I think the spark but, is more like, I want to flirt with him really hard. Yeah, like I'm really... <laughs> And then if he plays his cards right, this is on. <laughs> okay, but the biochemistry thing. So if that's there, like I feel like there's levels for me. Okay, so the bio, so we're, so like if we're chatting and there's spark and there's something in the eyes and there's interest and, you know, all the chakras and whatever, like tingling and there, <laughs> this is what's going on in my, if that's all starting to happen, I'm like, okay, you know, I recognize the biochemical, you know, the inner action that's happening. But then, but then, I, and I feel like this is a gift, to be honest. You can call me psycho or an analytical or whatever, but I don't think so. I think this is a gift where I feel like I can, like, some part of me already knows what, like, what it would be like with this person or something. And I feel like I can, I'm able to perceive how deep our connection or our interaction will go. And so then once I get that information, when we're kind of talking, then I then based on that and based on where I am in my life and what I want, then I can choose to go forward. But like I usually don't I usually tend to go for the really deep connections, even if it's just a casual affair or whatever. But I feel like I can sense that like within the first 30 seconds or so. And so huh. there's this second level, which is hard to describe. But, I, you know, and again, it's not a checklist kind of a thing, but it is this like, OK, all right, there's this chemistry, but this chemistry is really only going to go this far and I'm going to so get bored. I'm going to get bored halfway through making love with you. And then it's going to be a waste of my time, to be honest. Wow. I, like, honestly. I would say I don't always know. Really? I mean, it's interesting. I, you talking about the checklist reminds me. I do think if, um, and I think this happens a lot, if you're kind of projecting something that you want um, out there and it's not, so so you're not in a genuine state of connecting, right? Like you have certain things that you think you need in your life or like you know romantically I want this in a I guy. want a boyfriend yeah oh, I want okay or I want this type of boyfriend I want right. this very yeah, right, these right, qualities right. then like that you're does craving become or longing for a something. checklist well yeah yes, or I'm yeah. looking to get married and these are the these are the things I want because I feel like there's unhealthy ones of those and then healthy ones of those yeah I agree I, I agree I guess that's what I'm saying is so I think sometimes there can be unhealthy motivations and then you project that and want to date someone that's not who you want to be with right um that can happen yeah so we should take a little mini break but okay. on that no no but <laughs> on that note um we'll come back and talk a little more about specific incidents There's and your more. experience with central massage and what what Clients. did create that crossover <laughs> you're okay. listening to tna talk sex i'm t and i'm a check us out on instagram ta talk sex twitter all of that jazz and yeah. Uh, on it, iTunes, type in T ampersand A. On all of them, T ampersand A. Yeah. You're 
You're listening to TNA Talk Sex. I'm T. And I'm A. And we're talking about what makes a woman decide to have sex with you. Oh my God. <laughs> okay, so I, I, so my story, I guess my specific example of how this all got started with talking about how a central massage client goes to being a personal lover. Right. Which again, doesn't just, it translates to the non-professional world as well. Right. Like what, yeah, I think it's a great, more like ex- extreme it is, polar yeah. case that right. like, yeah. So okay. go ahead. What is it? What well, is it? Okay. I? So when I was really, I, I, you know, going through it to sort of explain it to everyone who was asking, um, Okay, so to me, it kind of it kind of boils down to the economics of the relationship, and we've done a sh- didn't we do a show about this? We haven't. Kind of? No, we've talked about it in shows in general, though. Which is like, this is like a, a truth in script writing, which is like, what's your contract? And people don't kind talk about of. it all the time, but yeah, sort of. Why but are you together? So, what are your needs that you're fulfilling for each other? So for me, and especially in this situation where there was money, sorry, money being exchanged and whatnot, like it's even more economical. But yeah. this totally transcends money, and so it's just in this situation, money was involved. But, um, but it is. It boils down to, okay, sure. There's the spark. If the spark is there, which then makes me you know, put my little feelers out to see how deep will that spark carry us? What's the potential? Like, and I, for that, I, there's something in me that wants to perceive or I, I try to understand how open this person is, um, like how connected he is with himself. And that will, that will make me want to go further. Right. And so then if that's all clear, then there's something else that's like, spiritual or karmic or I don't know or or just some other level of chemistry that I, I'm like well that makes um, you want to know them more yeah but I'm well there's another level that I call it kismet where it's just <laughs> this unexplainable why magnetism of why we two souls are coming together or or our, I don't know I guess our just our bodies or whatnot but there's just it's kismet I guess. Yeah. And no, so like for a creative me, creative connection, there's something that, yeah. right. And so, and so basically, so there ne- can I, I hold say on. it's less about, no, no, no I'm going to okay. get to the point. So the point, the ultimate point being uh-huh. <laughs> that there's a, something on that kismet level that I'm perceiving as there's something mutually beneficial here. There's a reason why we're together. I just feel like, like there's a magnetism that's drawing me to this dynamic, this relationship, this one night stand, whatever it is that I'm going to get something out of and you're going to get something out of. It's a mutual cycle. If that's not there for some reason, like like um, if that's just not there or if it's there on a much more shallow end where like I'm going to be giving a lot and they're going to be giving back a little bit or the opposite where I'm only going to be able to give back a little bit to them and they're going to be giving off a, a lot and it's not balanced that keeps it to me on a more friend level a professional level or or whatnot because it needs to be entirely equal like balanced and mutual for me right to the want sexual them interaction to ha- yeah to, ha- to be to, fulfilling to, for you to have a full especially sexual, in this situation where you're right to yeah to, to move like, from being a paying client like what are they giving there's going to be a there's like a gift exchange mm-hmm. metaphorically I suppose, yeah. It's just a currency. It is a currency, whether it's whether it's friendship, spiritual, learning, whatever, or money or whatever it is. It needs to be equal. So, and if I'm gonna take it to a personal level where I'm having sex with you and like totally opening myself up in every way, it needs to be like we both need to be fully open and it needs to be fully uh, like an equal exchange on a 
Well, you have to be gaining. And I think by gaining, I mean like learning from this partner. Right, exactly. Or, yeah, somehow the the kismet is the shared bond, the mutual perspective of life. And so if I feel like we're just on different levels and like you're you're pleasant and lovely and wonderful and all this stuff, but I just don't feel that unexplainable equal kismet thing, you're a friend. And I'm not, even if you're super attractive and there is some body chemistry, you're like still gonna in be a friend, objective to me. way, like almost in that that magazine cutout. Like, oh, I'm sexy and fit, and you know, perfect hair or whatever. Like, exactly. that's not. But there's yeah, no, there's but attractive there's not, people, but but that like, doesn't mean yeah, you but click. the kismet's not there. Like right. the, e- the equal kismet's not there. So yeah. you're gonna stay up here no matter what. That's right. That right. For it's, me. Attraction has like for me, and I think for you as well. It's like there's a range, all types of all different types of people, different ethnicities, different backgrounds, different everything. Yeah, but that, what makes someone to me super attractive is if that kismet thing, that equal kismet thing is there. Yeah. So that's to me what, like, that's how I made my decisions. Right, so that's of, like, a little like, more unexplainable, meaning well, that's I tried not... I my best. <laughs> no, 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 it's clear, but I'm saying that doesn't say, okay, how is that something actionable? So let's, so let's talk mean? about absolutes. Like, okay. I mean... Okay, yes, I think that you have maybe to have the a, takeaway you have to be of, psychic and have a sixth sense and no, no, but, you know. Yeah, that takeaway <laughs> I think is more about being true to yourself and really thinking about, you know, your connection with someone and, and the honesty of why you're interested in someone. Yeah, and I think rather than just like, I don't know, I see hot chicks all the time where I'm like, I don't know, as a man you'd be like, Wow, she's hot, but I know. Well, what, look, you know, do you have anything who cares? Like what's the bond? That's my experience walking through this world. Right, <laughs> right. So I'm just sharing. That said, are there are there specifics? Are there yeah, where things that people can work on, right, that lead you closer to the holy grail <laughs> of connection, or increasing the number of people you're able to connect with. You know what? For me, I think that's you know what I mean. That's like, a good like, question. Yeah, clearing physical barriers. That right. so if a guy's like, well, how can I get closer to that? Yeah, for me, it would be the more the more connected you are with yourself, and the more willing you are to like um be open and vulnerable with your emotions and with who you really are like the more open you are with me that's yeah that's gonna be the number well one yeah thing back sure. to that idea of just being and i mean <laughs> that's very, again you just have to be like a no human. but well in a way that's what we do our show about i mean you know the, for me meditating made a big change for me but but that idea of just um, being comfortable with yourself and where are areas that you're not comfortable with and being honest with yourself and addressing that right um, and honest rather than trying about to hide it, it. right that's yeah. true you could even you know in a conversation when you're honest about like sure. I'm embarrassed about this or I For have sure. this insecurity you can tell when someone's hiding and they're like gonna cover that vulnerability up by bravado or whatever and that's like that's not a, not that's attractive. not yeah because it's not I can't connect with you when you're like that it's like, okay, there's a wall. Well, can't a go de- there. Yeah, it's a defense, right? Yeah, and so, so it's, it's not like, inviting so it's you to engage. Right. Like, even if it's, like, fucked up or, like, there's, a, like, a vulnerability or weakness there, let me in. I want to I feel that, you know? Yeah. Anyway. That's a good one. <laughs> so, so no, it is. That's tangible. That's something that someone can work on. Just, yeah. Be open. Take an acting class. Yeah. Know. Okay. But what was what, some other more This fun, is kind of like, silly, but in a very honest way. Not so deep, absolutely. Yeah. To, to okay. To have sex with me, right? Like, I I now will sort of scan people because I'm looking for signs that they're a generous lover. And it's like, what does that mean? I'm, right. I'm maybe a little more demanding as a woman. Slightly. <laughs> yeah, when we joke, it's like I need a one-man band. Uh, and and so, um, 
I, we had I had a funny moment recently. How do you scan recently. for this? Yeah. Like, what do you look for? Well, there's openness. Like, I remember there's one guy who I wasn't that into. Like, I, he was sweet, but, uh, you know, goofy, not my type, I guess. Like, I didn't, he didn't immediately catch my eye. I didn't have immediate, whoop, like, super chemistry. Um, but he kind of hung around. Like, we were always hanging out with the same friends. And I feel like he would always hug me hello. And he would sort of have this very open, loving hug. And he'd sort of just hang on. A very on. giving hug? Yes. And then we would, and I'd sort of, I'd breathe deep. And then he'd like breathe with me. And it was, it was com- kind of comedic. Like he'd be cute about it. And then slowly it kind of made me think, oh, this guy's really connected to himself and really comfortable with himself. And he's, and he's giving in this way. And right. I think other signs show like, a t- like through attentiveness. I mean, this goes back to, we've talked about, a guy opening the door or pulling out your chair or, you know, making sure you're comfortable, checking in with you, like, it's oh, do you need on. anything? Yeah. These are signs that he's paying attention that Which are, is a turn on. Yeah, yeah. Usually going to translate in the bedroom. Right. Like, I'm actually looking at that going, okay, he's paying attention. Right. He's, so he'll pay attention to what I want in the bed. In bed yeah. And because... My, what my moods are. Right. And, that he's able to read read my body and not just going off of the whole oh i want to fuck or oh i want to do this or his own sensuality right that i can trust him with my body because he's being really attentive and i think that's no and i think that's powerful i mean it's it's it is all these little subtle things and i and then i think that's where that courtship in a in a dating arena comes from is this person paying attention to my needs so an absolute for you is whether he's a generous lover yeah well I've had guys for example I remember being attracted to a guy in a very immediate way and then I think he'd sort of maybe read that you know uh what's it called the the play the game book and it like teaches the you rules to, yeah or where it teaches to... you to like insult women <laughs> you know like if you insult her and then yeah. you know and don't buy her a drink and say this and that then she'll you know she'll be intrigued that might be true. Maybe I just for don't know. a really insecure, messed up woman. That's what I'm saying. I, I mean, just don't know if that's the woman you want to attract. Exactly. And I find that when I feel you're paying attention to me and and being nurturing, then actually I gravitate towards you and I inherently trust you more and we're more likely to sleep together. Uh, but you're a quality broad. Thanks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah. so what about other... And I'll be a more generous lover. Exactly. Goes around, yeah. comes around. Um, so what about I'm trying what, to think. like more details like uh, like is there any like, n- about, you know not having great off? teeth or how about okay. an off like an absolute oh, turn, turn off? off like if you see this if you experience this it's never going to happen well I'm is this not being answer? generous yeah well the <laughs> apathy apathy kind of comes to mind like this this lack of yeah like a like, bl- like a bluntness or not kind of I don't know indulging with me oh I'll say this I like witty repartee that's a personal thing but if I sort of make a joke back I want you to joke back with me okay, or like so if he's playful. not like if he's not playing with you on a on that bantering with you then that's yeah that indicates I'm like oh are you not accessible are right. you you know or you don't like me that much like maybe we don't actually have that much chemistry because yeah. this is how I communicate right and you're not right. you're not using the same language of communication with yeah. me I'm trying to think an absolute no for me would be you know what it's how he treats other people oh I pay very close attention to how he treats servers valet people do you hear the kids <laughs> These kids. So I don't I, think I'm that anyone listening right now kids. can hear the kids. Okay, sorry. Anyway, those kids, they're cute. I promise. It's cute. We um, can hear them through the window. <laughs> um, <laughs> no, but but yeah, I do. It's it's. I look at how he treats other people. So if he's like, 
doesn't tip very well or um, somehow is apathetic or disrespectful or acts like he doesn't really notice uh, like the service industry. That to me is like a I can't do that. Well, I, you know what? I've only been on one date where the guy was actually really rude to a service. Have you? Yeah. I mean, you know, like, I, I feel like that's not, I feel like people, I don't know. I, I, well, I can see subtle ego things. Mm. Like, you know, like if the, like, especially if you're on a first date or something and he's trying to impress you or whatever, or and as an attractive woman, and if you get, if I get an attractive waiter, like, I can sense a little bit of like, He's, you know, he's got to one up the waiter or something. The waiters are always good looking it can in be LA. Very, it's, it's tricky for me because I'm super tuned into these things. So even the slightest little hint of this from my date will be like, oh, hell. Well, what's funny hell is no. how how subtle it all is. That's the point. I yeah. think for but women. But they're keys. They're, that's what I, say. I think for they're women. They're keys. We're exactly. We're picking up on all these subtle little things. Because and we're not crazy for it. I think they do no, translate definitely down the road. Yeah, gonna translate in the bedroom. I was gonna say, well, we were talking, we were laughing because I actually had a moment where I was hesitating with this one guy, and he was like, "Why are you hesitating? Like, we're obviously attracted to each other." And I finally just said, I, I said, honestly, I'm trying to read if you're a generous lover or not, and I really don't want to like go home with you if you're not gonna work it. <laughs> like, it's so I don't know. That sounds terrible, but and he didn't really work it, right? Yeah, and I think really it was, was like, it was like decent. I'm, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Any other absolutes? I mean, Maybe. can you think of like physical specifics? Is that a fair thing to say? Oh, I had a friend who was really interested in me. I mean, answer my own question. <laughs> uh, he was into me and, and he really said, you know, why aren't you, you know, what what can I do to make you interested? And um, and for me, actually, he's he doesn't really take care of himself in in a number of ways I think but but even with like his physical health like weight yeah well it's translated into weight and um and certain physical like health disorders and I and I think I don't think it's a criticism of someone's health problems this kind of thing but I I do think it shows like I think it can show a sense of value valuing yourself worth or yes personal worth and I'm and I think we all are grappling with our own things. So I want to be with someone who's bringing that yeah. that self-care to right. the relationship. I know um, I know for me, I look at posture a lot because I'm, I'm, I'm I don't know, I'm just a body person. I, I just study, but I feel like I get a lot from seeing how someone walks and holds themselves and whatnot. And so if their posture is super funky or off or something because I, I perceive like if someone's super hunched over they're protecting their heart to me that's how I that's what I've learned how to translate that I don't know how no I think that's that is. an interesting thing know, that people and, can work on and it's it's it, yeah and it's like a um it indicates to me a closed offness and um a weakness ultimately and so to me how a person care how a guy carries himself is big I also look at hands now, I'm not going to say that it's hard to make any of these an absolute because if I can't imagine some guy who's hunched over being some bright beaming star of a soul or human. But if, if that's the case and I'm totally attracted to them on that level, yeah, I will. I'll disregard the posture. Fine. But so it's not Actually, an absolute. I dated a writer, but <laughs> who did have sort of a little bit of a shoulder thing because he was typing all the time at the computer and he commented on me he was like wow you really have good posture <laughs> and it was funny because I kind of had noticed the posture and he did kind of have all these other amazing qualities that you know made it lesser of a thing yeah it's kind of funny I don't know I, and hands I don't know why I look at hands I don't know why I always have 
I think it goes yeah. back to self-care. I think you're looking for signals of but I how think someone that, loves themselves and their ability the to, hands it sounds hammy, be, but. I think, yes, but it's not just self-care. I think the hands to me can indicate a lot about the refinement of a personality or something. Does that mean Long, get a manicure? No, not <laughs> just, but it can. It can help. But but this is something you can't help. It's either, you know, like short, stubby, long, elegant. And it's not like... Oh, so I've it's like been, a personal taste thing. Yes. No. Well, yes. But they have to match somehow, like with you. And so if your personality or something totally mismatches your hands, there's something Oh, interesting. Off. This me. is a little bit of a yeah shorter show today. Any, no, 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 we're, we're good. We're up. good. Anyway, but yeah, that, those but are those are my moments. Do we have a couple any wrap up notes? Well, we've given you an insight into our process, perspective, yeah, our perspective as women. Again, it's not a clear checklist, but we did. I I hope it gave you some insight into uh, for guys out there um, things, things to, to consider. Th- yeah, think about and please don't go around like. Well, accusing women. <laughs> yeah, I think, like, I think I think the reason we want to talk about this is that that kind of idea of, well, why is she choosing this person over that person? I think there's a lot of there's a depth lot. and emotional. Um, even if it is a one night thing, even yeah. the one night things are usually very specific, actually, the the draw to that person. Um, right. So and, and there have been times where I go, well, I mean, actually date this person for a little while and get to know them before I do sleep with them. Whereas yeah. maybe there's someone from out of town and we end up sleeping together the first night and you're going to go, well, what's what's the difference? And it's it's timing. It's place. Lot, it's the person yeah. itself. I mean, yeah. I, I just think there's so many factors that that weigh into it. Um, I, I don't think we can cling to that as a point of frustration and I think it's just opening up more to being centered with yourself and then always yes well and having more more love connections through that I think that's that's yes what's going on in the woman's head I mean her decision list is not do you have blonde hair brown hair (laughs) big dick little dick it's like yeah not at all (laughs) actually I I, very few women that I've had conversations with are like oh his dick was small or oh it was yeah actually it can be too big it can be on Which that is note. another show. <laughs> but I do want to say, so if you, please share with us if you have a, if you have a checklist or if you have certain absolute turn offs or turn ons or what really makes or allows for a guy or a girl to cross that barrier into the bedroom with you, tweet us or Instagram us at TA, TNA Talk Sex. That's no, just TA Talk Sex. I'm sorry, T. TA Talk Sex. I <laughs> On know social media, it's TA Talk Sex. If you're <laughs> downloading our podcast, it's T ampersand A Talk Sex. Anyway, to let us know what's going on with you. And, All right. Uh, well, you're listening until- to TNA Talk Sex. I'm T. And I'm A.